You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of the Critical Mass Radio and Show podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1069. If you own a business, you are a trailblazer, and it is necessary to ensure that the trail you are blazing gets you to the right destination without derailment. WealthWise Financial Services help businesses focus on the basics of running a viable business, and I've invited President Lorreen Gilbert to join us today. One of the things I want to talk to her about are the 10 mistakes women business owners commonly make. And if we have time, maybe we'll slip in a little bit about the new tax changes and how that might affect. So, Lorene, our audience are business owners and CEOs who are running middle market firms across North America. Many of them are privately held. Some of them are public companies. So that's who we're going to be talking to for the next 20 minutes. Sounds great. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So before we get into all that meaty stuff, ladies and gentlemen, and some of you might want to be watching us on Facebook Live, hi, or maybe our YouTube channel, which we'll talk about a little bit later in the show. Can you tell us an interesting story about your background and sort of help us to learn who you are? Sure. Okay. Well, I thought I'd talk about um, how I started my own company. Because since there are many business owners listening, that's often an interesting topic to hear. So I was working for a wealth management company. I'd been working for them for six and a half years. And I went to my boss and I said, what is it going to take to get me to the next level? And he said, well, there is no next level. Oh, my goodness. And within six months, I had left and I had started my own firm. Well, that's all you needed to hear, so, right? Exactly. Wow. So just knowing that where I was, there was no real future for me and mm-hmm. hit a glass ceiling, it was time for me to start my own firm. And what I will say in the wealth management business, there's still, um, when I go to conferences, when I look at my peers, there's still nine men to every one woman wow. in the industry. So you would think that maybe things would have changed over the years. But I really haven't seen that anecdotally that it's changed. And so I try to encourage and mentor women to also enter into the wealth management field because it is a great field to be in. And um, in the process of starting my own business, I made some of the mistakes that I now help people avoid, right? right? Because I started my own business with personal savings okay. and a credit card. Wow. And I tell people not to do that now. <laughs> right. Well, well, right. Well, well, before we get to the 10 mistakes mm-hmm. business women owners make, when did you leave? So I left in 97. So just celebrated 20 years. Congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. So That's you've fun. seen several market cycles then. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Some, yes. And I that, think we're in a good one now. We are. We're in a great one. All right. We're in a great one. You heard it here first. So the the (laughs) Despite the market the past few days. Well, that's what I've heard. Yeah. I've been so busy. I haven't even checked it today, but I'm sure you were living it. Yes. Talking to your clients. We believe in the critical mass community of CEO peer groups and business owners that this is going to be their, our best year ever, dot, dot, so far. Because I think rarely have we had a confluence of so much good potential economic News. I agree. And I think it could continue for well, a period of time. Well, specifically for business owners, for right? Bus- right, right, for business owners. With tax reform and, and Yeah, all of that. and demand. Right. And, and mm-hmm. anyway, so the theme, critical mass, is this is our best year ever, and I'm hoping that our audience will pick up on that as well. So what is the niche that your business focuses on or niches? Right. 
Right. Well, we work with business owners um, because I'm a business owner myself and I love working with business owners. I have a, a passion to help other business owners and specifically business owners who want to exit within the next 10 years. And we help them figure out how they're going to do that. How are they going to get from where they are to where they want to be? Um, how are they going to diversify their investments um, away from only being in the business? Yeah, do you find as that's you well true? know, yes, yeah, right? uh, most business owners, most of their wealth is inside the business. <laughs> well, and like... then there's this big question mark as to how much the business will sell for. Yes. Sometimes more than they think, sometimes less than they think. So working with us, we help them figure that out. We have specific tax strategies and estate okay. planning strategies that help business owners. So I was going to ask you what makes your firm unique over others, where's your authenticity comes from, but it sounds like you're you're starting to talk about that now and how you approach your niche. Yes, we, we talk about that we do three things. Okay. So we help them articulate their vision. So help people articulate their vision for the future of what that looks like for them. And that's unique for each person, right? right? We help them navigate the risks of the market and we help them create a legacy. And so I feel that we're helping our clients um, be successful if we can help them with those three things. Yeah, those are big. You know, you you said sometimes they don't know how much their uh, company is worth or firm is worth. My experience over 10 years working with business owners is, I don't know if it's nine times out of 10, but I would certainly think it's a majority of the time when they get their first valuation for their business, they're usually disappointed that it's not worth more. Right. And it's sort of helping them refocus and figure out strategies to get to a number that they think is more reasonable. Before the year that they want to sell. Exactly. Because there's only so much you can do at that point. Right. And if they start early enough, there's, of course, more that we can do. So I, 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 we preach this in the peer group process because it's sort of like I, the analogy for me is when my wife and I were selling our house, we fixed everything that we lived with that was wrong. And then we looked at ourselves and said, why don't we live in this house? Now right. we, we, and so my point, to my members is you should live like you're going to be selling your business next year. Enjoy the benefits of a well-run business, which are the best practices you need to get top dollar for your firm. I agree. Do you agree? I do. Okay. I love it. And I'm wondering why more don't do that. Is it? Do you think it's because they don't understand? They've fallen into habits? Do you find if you show them what they should be doing, they take to it? Well, I think I think people are so busy oh boy. in the middle of their business, right. right, that it's hard for them to step outside of that. Um, they get caught up in the urgent yes. instead of the, the important. important. Yes. And if people do that, then you can you can miss some important things. And um, and we help them kind of step back. And, and that's the look. value of an outside advisor who right. has credibility and expertise and is competent to help them. Because maybe there's a natural resistance a little bit to change. And you have to show them the reason for that. And somebody from a different discipline yes. looking at from the outside looking in. Yeah. And sometimes it takes a dramatic, compelling event for people to change. And the liquidity event that comes with selling the business may just be that event, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> right. they work so hard, they should maximize their earnings out of the business. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, Lorene, we're going to take a quick break. And okay. Loyal audience, you know, it's like a 30 second. We're just going to step away. One commercial about something that I do. And then we're going to come back and talk about the common mistakes that business women make, business okay. owners that their okay. women make. So don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back after this word from me. 
If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plan and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi. A great way to stay informed about our wonderful guests like Lorene is to sign up for our weekly newsletter. Simply go to criticalmass4forbusiness.com. At the bottom of any page is a join our mailing list box. Simply type your email address, hit subscribe like magic. You'll start receiving our weekly newsletter with information about these great guests. And guess what? We do nothing else with your news, with your email. We'll just put you into the newsletter. We don't use anything else. It's All you'll get is one weekly newsletter that you can opt out of at any time, should you want to, but hopefully you will not. All right, Lorene, before the break, I said yes. we're going to talk about I have many women business owners. So in addition to sort of talking about top 10 mistakes that business owners make, if you have a couple that are unique and special to women business owners, could we kind of intersperse that? Absolutely. So I'm just going to ask you to tell us what you know about the mistakes. Well, one thing I would say is that women tend to live longer than men. We know that that's a truism, right? I recently saw a statistic that in the year 2030, there are going to be more women above the age of, let's say, 50, 55, than there were all women in the year 1950. Holy cow. Right? So so the numbers are staggering, and yet women don't really plan for their own longevity. So whether you're a woman business owner or a woman who's not a business owner, all women need to think about the issue of longevity in a way that men don't always have to. Right. Um, so it has significant ramifications. If you're a business owner, you know, at what point are you going to sell your business and for how much? We know those are important questions, but making sure that you're taking the longevity mm-hmm. issue into account when you're looking at those numbers. Wow. So that's one thing that I would say is definitely important. The other thing along with that is because of longevity, women have to save more money in effect than men do. So when it comes to saving for retirement and with that, because of some, you know, when you look at women's families, oftentimes they take breaks in their work careers. They do. Yeah. And so uh, it's not continuous. So that impacts their social security benefits as well. You bet it does. So if you're taking time off, your social security is less, you also have longevity, so you ultimately need to save a lot more money. I'm freaking out just listening to you, and I'm <laughs> glad I'm a man. I don't know there's, why. I want to live a long time, too. Right. <laughs> right. So those awesome. are some things to think about. Okay, ladies. And then um, just as far as business owners, some things to think about in general. One is when it comes to your line of credit, I find that a lot of business owners don't think through that in times like now when times are really good and your balance sheet is strong and your net income is high, 
this is the time to go back to your bank and make sure you have all the extended credit that you want and you need. Hold on one second, Lorene. Can we yes. play a gong on that, Polly? I'm gonna. I'm jumping the engineer because uh, so our loyal listeners know whenever they hear the gong on the podcast or well on the podcast, if you were partially listening, you want to go back about thirty seconds and make sure that you heard what Lorene just said. So that's that's called their attention to love what it, you just said. Love Thank it. You. It's very important. It's a teachable moment you just gave okay. us there. Okay. Okay. I love that. Okay. Absolutely. But what other common mistakes do business owners, male and female, make, Lorene, that you would like to help them avoid? I would say you want to make sure that you have an integrated team of professionals. What do you mean? Meaning a financial advisor like myself, your CPA, your estate planning attorney. So you need to make sure you have a real, and the banker. I was going to say. And the insurance broker. Uh, there you so go. So this is kind of your core group of people. Yes. And you want to make sure that they're truly integrated. That is one of our, you asked me earlier about key differentiators right. as far as what we do. We make sure we are working together as a team. So we act as a family office, but we outsource those other functions. We don't have them in-house, okay. but we outsource. So we look to work with our clients, CPA, banker, estate planning attorney, insurance broker, making sure that it truly is a well-oiled machine and that everybody is on the same page because we see things from different angles. What's the outcome of that? And the, the outcome owner? for the business owner is they feel well cared for, okay, taken care of, and they didn't even know that they had some exposures right. that can be taken care of when they have a really good team in place. Now, one of my roles is I can help our business owners put that team together. If they don't have it okay. already put together, we can sure. help them or... We will work with the team that they already have in place. Yes, because I would think if they were in the center of that, something could get lost in the translation from the different trusted advisors with the business owners, the one that's transferring the information, right? Right, right. right. And seems oftentimes, like very good to have them just in the room for a meeting or something exactly. once in a while. In a meeting, on the phone, we can share um, applications together as far as sharing information and data. Uh -huh. So... Yes, I'm a huge proponent of that. Yeah, that just ups the communications. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, we have a little bit of time left here on Critical Mass Radio Show, four or five minutes. Yeah, four, my engineers gave me four or five minutes. We haven't gotten to all ten, but we will make sure we get to the all as many as we can. And whatever we don't get to, we're going to make sure we're going to give you a way for our loyal audience to be able to find the rest of what you were planning yeah, to talk so, about. So uh, another thing that we talk about with our business owners is making sure that they're aware of disruptive technologies mm. because disruptive technologies can impact their businesses substantially. So really looking ahead and seeing what are those technologies that are, you know, either up and coming or, you know, potentially coming down towards us that we need to think about and make sure that their businesses are nimble because that can affect your bottom line substantially. Yes, and they're in every industry, aren't they? Every industry. Right. In our industry, there's the robo technology. Yes. And we have implemented a robo platform okay. for that very reason. Okay. That we want to make sure that we're addressing those technologies in our firm. For like the millennials. and Correct. Uh, okay, great. Correct. Boy, I tell you, it's the price of admission here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast today with Lauren Gibbert. You're just giving them up. Anything else? Oh, what yeah. Else? So um, no buy-sell agreement in place. <laughs> One that is, you know, unfortunately, a lot of business owners haven't really oh, thought through really? their exit oh. strategies or they have, you know, their spouse but the spouse may not be integrated into the business. And so is that really an exit strategy? Is that really a, that's not a buy-sell agreement, right? right? So 
all of these things the need Hail to be Mary. thought through. And not only that, there needs to be a funding strategy behind yeah, that. Like an insurance sell. policy. Exactly. So we help business owners make sure that they have that in place well, as well. Well, that feels like such a foundational common sense thing. But I, I can understand that many haven't. You know, it deals with your own mortality. It's kind of uncomfortable, but it it's not good for the long-term legacy of your company not Absolutely. to have these. Okay. I'd also say that because people are entrepreneurs, they yes. tend to get distracted by the shiny light, uh, some new thing that comes around the corner, and yes. they get distracted instead of really focusing on what they know best and what they do best. And they get a little bit tired sometimes of it, right? I right. mean, you know, after they've mastered it, maybe after 10 or 15 years, yeah. So it's a delicate balance between staying focused and being open to disruptive technology and looking for new markets. It's a, it's not easy being a business owner. It's not. So I'd like to go back to the idea of, you know, women and some things that women should think about too, since we're kind of balancing it out. Sure. And, um, one would be making sure that you really put your financial house in order, not relying on uh, a counterpart a significant other to do that. For instance, I see that many women put off buying a house and, until the future instead of doing that mm. earlier on and recognizing that even if they buy a house on their own, that they could use that as a rental property later. That could be a stream of income later. Another thing for women is that um, women tend to spend a lot of money on beauty items, whether, you know, all the things that we enjoy, which, hey, I enjoy that too. And whether it's um, your hair, you know, all the things that we do, the nails, yes. the hair, the what, whatnot, um, the clothing and all of those good things, but making sure that they're putting their financial future mm-hmm. front and center and not just focusing on those other things. And you, you're giving this advice to women of all ages. All ages. Right. Absolutely. It, it's it doesn't never, matter. It's never too early and never too late. Absolutely. Okay. It's never too early, never too so late. So my engineer says we have time for one more of all that okay. you could share. All that I could share, and, and it's appropriate for today because of the markets, right? So we've seen some volatility over the last two days. And what I would say is oftentimes women tend to hold too much cash and not have it invested, hmm. and they tend to get nervous about short-term volatility. Uh. And so what I would say is not let the short-term volatility over-concern you. Right. You've got to look at the long haul. But this applies to men, too. I mean, everyone can get nervous with whenever there is volatility. Yeah. And so we have to keep our eye on the ball as far as long-term. Especially after all the gains that have happened. Absolutely. You know, so like, by, the way, by the way, the number is, uh, I looked it up after the market closed. We're still up 5% on the S&P and the Dow. For the month of January, even wow. with the short term. So we're still right, up. So you right. have to look at the ups yeah. and the downs. Don't get greedy. And not worry about some of the... But keeping your risk tolerance in mind. Yeah. It's a, it's a wake-up call to say, are you are you in the right risk tolerance? Making right. sure you're not overextended one way or the other. Yes. Either too conservative or too aggressive. Right. This has gone just so fast. Lorraine, you've been great. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you for being Thank a friend you. of the program and part of mm-hmm. Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Absolutely. I feel like you had so much more to talk about. I we do. just didn't have time to do it in the 20 minutes that we have for we'll our do it guests. next time. Okay, let's do that next time. <laughs> I'd like to thank you. If someone would like to learn more about you and your firm, where do they go online? Wealthwisefinancial.com or 949-748-1177. Tell me that again, please. 949-748-1177. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. And I'd like to thank our, our engineer, who also happens to be the station owner, Paul Roberts, for another outstanding job. 
Our producers, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me on social media, let's try LinkedIn. CEO Peer Groups is my Twitter handle. Richard Franzi is my LinkedIn. F-R-A-N-Z-I is how you find me on LinkedIn. My website, Critical Mass for F-O-R, Critical Mass for Business. Until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.